You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, everyone. Uh, Sitting next to my partner in crime, Jilly P. And really, we just started a podcast so we could record fun conversations with all of our best friends. Um, That's (laughs) true. That should be our staple intro. We're sitting across from one of our favorite people because we are another one. Another one comes in as our favorite, top favorite people. Um, And we're going to have a really cool conversation with somebody who is just wildly out of the box as far as her career is concerned, mm-hmm. making a huge splash where not a lot of females go. Um, and she just creates magic behind the lens of a camera and not photos, videos. Um, so please put your hands together for Carly from The Good Vibe Media. Yay! Hi, girls. I'm Carly. So, so grateful to be here and just always have another opportunity to chat with you guys because I feel like every single conversation we have, I gain so much out of it. And I just am so grateful for you and appreciate you. And I love that you guys have created this podcast because I know it's going to serve so many people. So, well, we feel the same way. Thank you. Um, we just got to see Carly last night. She has a daughter named Kaden, who uh, Mary and I are so incredibly blessed and lucky to get to mentor. And we had our vision and goals workshop yesterday and Kaden and her friend Reese were there. So it's been so fun getting to see you more often than just over Zoom. We got to like actually hug each other <laughs> and, you know, catch up. I feel I told Mary, I was like, I haven't seen Carly in a really long time so it felt like but it was like a month ago <laughs> I, I felt the same exact way I gave you the hug and I was like why do I feel like I haven't seen you in forever <laughs> well you know and a year a year passed we, we got into a new year true. um <laughs> but before we began mentoring Carly's daughter um our paths have crossed several times mm-hmm. we run in a lot of similar circles and the resounding theme on this podcast which is why we started the business that we started which is why we do the work that we do is because we put ourselves in rooms with people who are striving for more out of their life, out of their existence, out of their relationships, out of their business. And Carly just happened to be in a lot of those rooms, whether she was attending or working or a little bit of both. Carly, will you tell us a little bit about how you started this awesome career that you have behind the lens of a camera? Yes, yes. Thank you. 
So I really got into video production to make a, I'll make, you know, I'll give you the cliff notes here because I won't go into the full details, but I, I got exposed to the world of video production at a very early age. I did a little feature video story on my special needs sister, uh, my sophomore year of high school. It was our first like assignment for our video class, our media class. And when I produced this little story on my video and I showed it to my class, the expression and the response that I got from my classmates and for my teacher was like amazing. They were like, wow, wow. Like we never really thought of, of, you know, life, you know, living with a special needs sibling before, because, you know, obviously that wasn't their norm. And so seeing that reaction, I was like, holy cow, I feel like I have a gift of storytelling and I feel like it, if it fills my cup to be able to tell stories and connect with people and shed light on different perspectives and, um, you know, hopefully motivate or inspire people by sharing other stories like that just fills my cup up. So I was like, this is what I want to do for a career. I have no idea if it's, you know, going into the news and telling stories on the news or becoming, becoming a documentary filmmaker. Like, I didn't know what that looked like, but I'm like, I know I want to tell stories in video. So fast forward, I go to film school and when I'm in film school in California, I invested in some camera gear. I, again, I didn't really know what was right or wrong or what was good. I did my research and I bought a camera and I just started making videos. I reached out to like everybody that I knew in my community and in my communications department and my film department. I'm like, where can I tell more stories? I just need to practice my craft and get out there and do it. So that's what I did. Later on, like as college was kind of wrapping up, I would even, this is like totally dating myself, but Craigslist was like the source. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, man. That, it was the plug for sure. You hear right? that? Yeah. You'd find like furniture. You could find a roommate. Like, again, it, like I wouldn't suggest doing that, but like you could, you could find anything on Craigslist back, back then before it got super sketch. And I would even use that as a space to try and find businesses that are, were trying to have a presence on YouTube. This is before Instagram was even like existed. Yeah. <laughs> like, and even YouTube before YouTube was even a thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, it was there. And like me being in this world of like, I also had a marketing or a minor in marketing as well. So I, I, I was just in this world of marketing and media and this whole space. And I kind of saw how Facebook worked and how I was connected to so many friends, you know, being in college, staying connected. Like I'm a people person. I love connecting with people. And I saw the power and the impact of just Facebook alone. And I'm like, okay, video is videos, not really a big thing right now, but it's going to be because it's like the easiest way to like tell a story and to connect with someone in this digital space. So I mean, we could dig up the archives and I could show you some of like the first, like <laughs> it's embarrassing some of the stuff I've put out there, but I've always been super consistent on the idea of video and media. Like there's, there's such an impact and there's such a way for us to utilize this as a tool in a positive way in this world where it is, there is no doubt we are in a media dense, media rich society. And yeah. you know, where there's good, there is bad. Where there's positive, there's negative. There's mm -hmm. there's just a lot out there right now. And I just wanted to make it my mission to add to this library of media that in this world that we live in, but kind of sprinkle a little bit of positivity and you know, good authentic storytelling in the mix of it all. 
Well, and that comes through in the name that you chose uh, to brand everything with good vibes. We we want to showcase good vibes and you do, you elicit such a response. And I'm not just speaking personally, I've seen so much of the work that you've done from wedding videos of friends of mine to events of friends of mine to people I don't even know that you've done, but you've also done work for us and the videos that you've made for us have elicited such an incredible response, not only from us, but for the people watching as well. It paints the picture exactly of how we want our events and our interactions with these girls to come across. And it's amazing to see just speaking a couple of words to you about what we've got going on and to watch you take it and run with it because your eye for it is so unique. So one thing I really want to pull out of the story you just told is the fact that you just pounded the pavement. Mm-hmm. You, you went started. out there and you said, I I want to do this thing and I don't care what it takes. I'll work for free until I can hone in on my craft and charge for this whenever down the road. And I think that's a big piece of what we're missing in today's day and age because we're so rich in media and in videos and photos and one click buy, get it from Amazon yesterday, people don't necessarily understand the notion of just going out there and doing something over and over and over and over and over and over Putting again. Putting in the reps. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what you want to work on to get better at, you have to practice. Whether it's, you know, growing your biceps or, you know, being good at filmmaking, you have to practice in yeah. order for you to then look at what it is that you're doing and refine it. Okay, yeah. I I this isn't my style anymore. I really want to I really want to do this and and what what I also heard in in your share is like you are a storyteller. Like your stories connect with people because it has a full story of the start, middle and finish and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is so beautiful that you capture that." And I agree. It's like the reps is what got you here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And I think I love that you bring that up because it is, it's consistent. Like I don't think, and it's for every area of life. Right. And what I've, I've been recognizing the last couple of years of my life as things are growing and there's more to the plate and I have more ideas and more visions and things that I want to accomplish and being a mom and doing all the things I'm recognizing that it's so, so important to keep flexing those muscles in every single area of my life, <laughs> whether that's work. The secret to your success is putting in a lot of hours in, in, in places you don't have hours to give. <laughs> it's like you never, like you, you can never stop flexing. You can never stop doing the reps. You have to consistently practice because you're always evolving. Business is always going to be evolving. How I show up as a mom is always going to be evolving. My child is literally evolving in front of my eyes, you know, like my health and my, you know, the way that my body feels is evolving as I'm getting older. You know, it's like the only consistent thing we have in our life is change. Like I've heard, I heard that a few years ago and it just stuck with me so much. I'm like, yes, I need to be so comfortable with the fact that I am, you know, we are all, all evolving and we're all changing and we need to be okay with, you know, making sure we're putting in the reps and consistently practicing and having that balance in all areas of our lives to make our business succeed, to make how we show up as a parent, 
you know, succeed all of the things. So, well, and I just, I want to point out from an outsider's perspective, you do a really great job of that. You have an admirable business. You are an amazing mother. You're a stellar friend. You make time for everyone. Not only do you own your own film company, but up until a couple months ago, you were also a spin instructor at the Madison, which is an awesome local yoga slash spin studio here in Phoenix. So as far as juggling is concerned, you do it really well. And it's cool to see that you are putting forth that example, not only for your daughter, sweet little Katie Bug, who is how old? Nine? She's almost 10. (laughs) She's almost 10. So you're putting forth this example for her, not just with your spoken word, but with your actions, Mm -hmm. who you're surrounding yourself with, everything that we, we preach on a normal day basis. But you're allowing your company is a full female crew film company. You have a podcast called Females Who Film. Yeah, yeah. You're setting this example in uncharted areas for a lot of women as far as like what's possible. So it might feel crazy and you don't have enough time to flex your muscles in all of these different departments, but the way you show up Mm -hmm. um, is pure confidence, Car. Thank you for giving that example, not just to Jill and I, not just to your daughter, but women everywhere Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they they see you and you guys can't see her, but her outfit choices. Just, I want to go off on a tangent around her outfit choices. Like, do you want to talk about dressing for the job that you want or dressing for success or dressing for your higher self, regardless of the mood that Carly's in? And we have caught her on the other side of frazzled a few times. Like I just said, she's a mom and a business owner and all this stuff. She dresses for her higher self every single day. And I think that speaks volumes of the mindset the work that you've put in to be that person. Mm -hmm. And that does not come without trials and tribulations. I promise I'm making my point. The trial and tribulation that I'm thinking of right now is through 2020, when all of that seemed to be on the brink of losing it. Will you talk a little bit about the thing that reignited these ideas and the fact that you literally just fulfilled a $100,000 Kickstarter to, to build a studio? I mean, Two years ago now, that probably wasn't even a thought on your radar. So will you talk a little bit about the fact that you have it all together, but for a moment, it was questionable. Yeah, that's, yeah, I I, I would love to, I want, I want to get to that in a second, but I, I want to rewind because I'm so grateful that you just shared that. And it really means the world that, that you did. And I also need to recognize that like, even just today is a great example. This morning was like a crap storm of a mess. And <laughs> though sometimes it may, like, I may seem like I've got it all put together. I don't like at all. I have so many, Amen. <laughs> like, I can't even tell you, like, I do have so many breakdowns that, that take place from like a week to week, sometimes day to day basis. And I, I want to reckon, like, I don't want to sugarcoat that because that is very, very real, real. But the thing is, is that I have like my trusted resources that I can go to and I know the importance of that. And I just need to make an emphasis on like making sure that you have like a strong, strong support system around you and being okay with like leaning on them. Because as you start to take on more Like, I'm so grateful that I'm taking on more and I'm in this space where I can, you know, run a business and open a studio space and all this, but like, it's really freaking hard. And I do have many, many breakdowns. So I definitely like, don't want to sugarcoat that, but 
I am very, very grateful that I've got a support system. And I really, really put an emphasis on like, that is so, so important. So. I retweet, amen, <laughs> hashtag, yes. I feel not that supposed to do it alone, right? Lindsay well, said not. it. It's I so know. important. All the time. <laughs> All the time. And you're right. I feel like that that alone, Carly, gives other moms, dads, whomever is listening to this permission yeah. of like, you can have what you want. Is it going to be perfect? No, it's going to come with its ebbs and flows and peaks and valleys, but you can do it when you have the support system yeah. and being okay to ask for help. Like getting over that you're an inconvenience or that you don't want to bother someone or whatever it is. It's like people really do want other people to win. Yes. And when they see whomever it is, like live out their dreams and goals, it's like it's so easy to say yes and to help yeah. while you're trying to then go and put out fires or go and get groceries or you do the juggle. Yeah. Yeah. So I love yeah. that you call that out. Thank you. One more thing. And I promise we'll get into no, 2020. Yeah. I really want to share that conversation too. But um, to get back to this morning, like I woke up this morning, guys. So today is a holiday. My daughter doesn't have school, right? It's a Monday, but she doesn't have school. And Mondays are always like my busiest days to like set the tone for the work week. So I'm already having like a little anxiety just thinking about <laughs> today. <laughs> Um, but it's okay. I have hired an amazing woman who is helping me with babysitting and helping me with her. Like, I realize I can't do it all. And so I've, I've gotten a lot better on like delegating and like knowing I don't have to be freaking super mom. Like it takes a village, right? Okay. This morning, wake up, we're cleaning the house because it's kind of a mess from the weekend. And my dog runs out and she's lost. And my dog is like my daughter, whole world, yes. right? Yes. And she's never run away before. And so my daughter, you guys know, Kaden, she's losing it. Hyperventilating. She's like, her mind goes to the extreme. She's like, she's gone. She got hit by a car, you know? And I'm like trying, like, I'm also about to lose it, but I'm trying to not because that's only going to add fuel to the fire. Right. So I, I say this because my dog is fine. She was found. She came running back to her our town, our, right. Our back gate about 15 minutes later, she was fine. She found her way back, which was thank goodness. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I say all that because in the midst of the chaos of that 15 minutes, I just needed to remind myself that like, everything's going to be okay. It's all going to work out. But like, it was a really good practice for me this morning to say like, we don't have control over everything. <laughs> well, and you had the yeah. tools to be able to say that. Right. Yeah. You had the tools because you put in work based on other situations where a reaction would have been the first thing that you did and you lost it just like your daughter. And there's there's yeah. a thousand other scenarios, right, that could take place. But the one that did was based on the fact that you've practiced being in that situation before yeah. and being cool under pressure and mm -hmm. needing to lead by example. And yeah. because you were able to showcase that, even though Caden was breaking down, the next time a crisis comes up, she'll probably be more and more apt to respond the way you responded today. And here's another thing that she said as we're driving in the car trying to find Callie. And this is a huge testimony to you guys, too, as she goes... 
you know, I'm, I'm trying not to like suppress her emotions because I understand she's fearful. She's scared, you know, what's happening to Callie, but she goes, mom, I just really don't know how to control my emotions right now. I just need to, I just need to like, she's talking about her emotions. She's feeling it. She's in it. And she's able to verbalize that. And I know she, she has gained so much of those tools from you guys. Mm -hmm. Honestly, y'all it's from a parent. Like I literally was talking to another parent as we were waiting to pick up our girls yesterday from, from your workshop. There is something about being a mom where I feel like she she doesn't digest some of the lessons that I try to teach her the same way she digests them hearing it from you all or something. Oh, that's a universal lock. Yeah. You didn't know that? <laughs> Teenage daughters do not listen to their mothers because they were in fact born yesterday. <laughs> it just true. doesn't. I mean, that's why, again, it's like so important, even as like I see, I've, I've seen in my life how how much having a strong community and support system around me has helped me with my goals and my vision and things that I want to achieve in life. And I see that for her too. It's like, I just know I like, it takes a freaking village. Mm -hmm. And the more that we can lean into like just exposing our kids and to different people and different, you know, situations and opportunities that can teach them different lessons that way is, is going to be something huge. So I have no idea like where this conversation is. Well, no, that was great. It it touched so many, so many amazing points. Like we already talked about you being a leader in the space. It's like, it's because of that right there, you know, throughout your day or little interactions with different people that build who you are and get to showcase to Caden, like what's possible for her? Is she emotional at times. Heck yeah. Every nine and 10 year old out there is, is this something that she can learn to work through a little easier, which is so cool to hear a very practical example of that Mm -hmm. coming to fruition this morning. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that with us. Totally. I was just going to say too, like thinking of, of Caden, maybe that surprised you maybe before she would have internalized it and, but you could see it maybe on her face. And then when asking her, she would have said something different. So it's very cool to also, even though you were all heated, I'm sure it was like such a frazzled moment for you, but just to see the progress in her growing and evolving so that she really can express herself so that you can meet her where she's at is, I I love hearing that. And she's welcome to come and sit in our rooms anytime to learn from us because that's what we want as obviously for her to express herself, but as a parent to be able to be like, okay, I understand how she's feeling because there's a lot going on and you're very equipped to ask the right questions to figure out, okay, how do we work through this together? Mm, yeah, that's huge. Shifting, Shifting to here, 2020. Let's talk about 2020. <laughs> We're going to shift this conversation to Spanx. Ooh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yes, I heard that right. Look, little shock value just to, to bring him back. <laughs> And let's just manifest that Sarah Blakely is going to listen to this podcast. Yes, she is. (laughs) Sarah, we love you. Oh oh my gosh. Goals right there. Um, Yeah. 2020, where do you even begin? I mean, I feel like there is no doubt that 2020 has, has forced all of us personally, professionally to evolve and to find solutions in times of conflict, right? 
and in times of trouble, like the Beatles <laughs> sang about, we were looking Mother for Mary. Mother Mary. <laughs> Here I am. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So for our business, the Good Five Media, um, specifically, we realized when the first shutdown of COVID-19 took place, how much of our business and our income was based on weddings and large events. Like, I feel like that was just a little portion of what we produced, but it really was like our bread and butter. The weddings brought in a lot of money, the large events, they were fun and lucrative for us. But when all that shut down, we were like, oh crap, now what? (laughs) So then we were forced to kind of shift gears a little bit. But there was a good like month and a half where I was so scared. I had just brought on my first employee. I was, you know, navigating payroll and having all these extra overhead expenses. And I was scared. I was eating through my entire savings account very, very fast. (laughs) And, um, and I remember again, there's like this common thread of like leaning on your support system and your community. Mm -hmm. And I had a phone call with my girlfriend, Risa, and I'm venting to her about everything. And she's like, have you heard about that? Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx has, she's giving away $5 million in grants to female owned businesses. I'm like, no, I haven't. She's like, I'm sending you the link. You have to apply. Like you have to, I have never borrowed money. I've like, my personality is very much like boots on the ground. I'll figure it out as I go. Like not one cent. Like I don't need help from anybody. I got this, you know, it's just my personality, which obviously I'm needing to do. I've done a lot of work around that. (laughs) Work around that. So I've never applied for a grant. I've never asked for money. I've never gotten any support or financial assistance on anything. So um, this is a new territory for me, but again, very vulnerable. I'm like, okay, I'm going to close my business in the next month. If I don't find help, apply for this grant. Four weeks later, I get an email from Sarah Blakely's team that we were accepted for the 5000 or yeah, it was a $5,000 grant. Oh. And it was like seeing that email, I was like, first of all, I, I felt like seen, like I felt yeah. recognized and like, here we go. Here comes the waterworks. <laughs> like, totally allowed. Oh my gosh. It was like, it was more than just like receiving $5,000. Obviously that was helpful, but it was like, whoa what I'm doing is like, there's so much, it's so much more than that. And it like totally shifted my perspective to be like, okay, there's a solution for everything, no matter what situation you're in, how horrible it might feel or uncomfortable it might be. Sometimes the most uncomfortable space you're in will bring you the biggest growth to find you the most reward in the end. And that's, that's kind of like that feeling that I felt when I read the email was like, okay, there's a solution. We got that. Oh, Carly, this gives me goosebumps. And literally, like you said, you were at the brink of quitting. It was like, I'm going to have to close my business. I don't know if I can do this. And Mary, I always, I, I like to steal this from her. She always says, if you don't ASK, you don't GET. If you don't ask, for what you want, you won't get what you are probably wanting or envisioning in your mind. You won't get it back in return. So for you to put yourself out there and for her team and Sarah to be like, okay, no, this matters. That was your sign 
of like, you got to keep going. You're going to figure this out. You're yeah. going to, this was, it was kind of like um, a breadcrumb. We like to call them a breadcrumb of like, keep going. We're going to, we're going to drop one here. We're going to drop one there and just keep picking it up and moving forward. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine how that made you feel. Cause I was over here getting goosebumps when you were sharing. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm feeling this. Yeah. But, I mean, how cool for well, you. And I love, like, I, I know your story. So I love the fact that 2020 forced you to get uncomfortable in something that you probably wouldn't have done in 2019. Right. You wouldn't have filled out a, a grant paperwork. You wouldn't have asked somebody else for money. So this happens in 2020. It spurns new ideas. It sparks new curiosities. It makes you pivot and figure out ways outside the box to replace the income that weddings and events gave to you, right? Mm -hmm. So fast forward to today, and I, I said something a little a little something about this earlier, that $5,000 grant then empowered you to start a Kickstarter fund and you asked people for $100,000 <laughs> and got it and you got it and the studio is being built. Like you flipped that. I want to talk a little bit about programming. We all have programming. We all are the way we are based on external examples of those behaviors, right? Mm -hmm. A lot that comes to mind is parents or whomever raised you. We do things because we watch somebody else do them or we were raised doing those things, right? So your unwillingness to take money maybe came from a parent or, you know, a close friend or somebody you spent a lot of time with, but you were able to flip that on its head when the moment called for it, which mm -hmm we all have the power to do mm -hmm. something that's no longer serving us for that chapter of our life. That way of being was no longer serving you and you shed it. And literally in a year's time, I mean, raised $105,000. Yeah. From 5,000 to then <laughs> I, that, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It honestly is crazy. And I'm glad we're talking about this too, because I want to share this and I know I'm not the only one that has felt this way, but I do feel like subconsciously I've, I've growing up, I've had this kind of a little bit like of a negative relationship with like wealth in a way where it's like, I never, and I don't know if it's like a self-worth or value or if it's a relationship with money type thing, but I recognize that like, I like had this hesitation of like being super wealthy. And looking at Sarah Blakely, I'm like, she is freaking goals and I, I want to be a billionaire. So that way I can pay it forward and be mm -hmm. able to, to provide like more opportunities. What she did for me was like massive. And I want to, I want to be in a position where I can do the same thing. And the only way I'm going to get there is if I let go of this freaking, whatever it is, that's holding me back from setting up my business for success to be able to create wealth to, you know, pay it forward and help other people. So I wanted to bring up that point for sure. <laughs> and amen. 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 We have no qualms with that. And honestly, I feel like we all probably grew up in a very similar way or with very similar ideals. I know Jill and I come from similar 
walks of life, but very different backgrounds. But when we talk about the way we are raised and how money plays a role in that, or our parents' idea of money or actions around money, girl, you ain't alone. Mm -mm. It's so interesting the ways in which like, I can seriously sit here and say, I want to make all of this money. And something that I've got going on underneath the surface is like, oh, unexpected bill. Oh, you you just got a flat tire. Oh, like there's so much that comes into sabotage it. And girls listening to this, girls under the age of 21, get in with money, like have more conversations about it, ask more questions about it, educate yourself about it. Don't be ashamed around it. Like it is something that you need in order to facilitate the growth in your life as well as what Carly's talking about in impacting other people's lives. Good, one of our, I think all three of our mentors says, good people with good money do great things. And that that's so true in what we all wanna do with our missions. It's like, we all wanna help propel people. We teach girls before we ever knew what life and personal development skills were. You tell beautiful stories. You get people's products and businesses out there in a way that they wouldn't be able to do for themselves. So it's very clear that we share that value. So I love that you pointed that out. And knowing that like, again, kind of going back when we were talking about parenting and how it takes a village, it's like, the moment that, you know, I was able to let go a little bit of the idea that I got to do everything on my own. Like that's always been like part of like the story in my head that I tell myself, it's like, more I let go of that a little bit and bring more people in the like quicker things start to be built. And that was a, like the Kickstarter campaign was a pure example of that. I had this idea of building a studio space, literally spark of an idea the very beginning of 2021, that idea turned into a few conversations that by May, like late April, May, this Kickstarter was launched. 60 days later, $100,000 was raised and we signed, you know, signed our papers, got the contractor and build out started like two months later from there. You know, it's like, it's, it is mind boggling to me to think about like that timeline of how 2021 took place. But like the Kickstarter campaign was such a huge component of that because a, not only did it show me like proof of concept of my idea, it's like, wow, there's enough people that is like, that believes in this and that sees it and believes in it so much that they want to like hand over their dollars and be a part of of building this space. But again, you have to like open that up and know like that it really, it takes, it takes a village. It takes the community it takes building your team. Like the minute that you're able to bring in those key key players and more of those key players to support it, the more you'll see it'll start to grow uh, quicker than you could even imagine. <laughs> I, I this is such a cool conversation. Like the parallel of what you just shared to what we created and cultivated at our workshop yesterday is so similar. We were allowing girls to talk about things that maybe if they were to say it out loud to someone, they might feel embarrassed. Like, what are the things that are living inside of you? Or what are the ideas? Or what are the goals? And we wanted to show them that you're right. Like, you have to share it. Like, if you have this awesome idea or if you want to become something or or try something else on, sharing it with the wrong people can absolutely squash 
the vision that you had for yourself. So it's really cool to hear that your idea, like it was just a thought. And now that thought with the right people who guided you along the way and the community of people who supported in this Kickstarter campaign, it's now a living, it's breathing a, thing. You're in construction, okay? <laughs> that was like one of the big takeaways yesterday was share your ideas with the people who are going to, to help them grow. Because what girls do at such young ages, I mean, I, you remember being that age where it's like, your friends are life. And if you, if you have that one friend that totally squashes any cool ideas that you have, what could be your purpose in life gets put on pause because you're living it out for someone else. So to hear that you really, like you shared it with the right people. You knew who you needed to share it with. Yeah. Allowed you to gain the momentum to be in the position that you are today. Yeah. And here's a question too that I would propose is how do you find those people? How do you know the right people to share it with? I mean, great question. And I think that has a lot to do with trial and error. Mm -hmm. Contrast yeah. is a huge thing um, because I've hung out with some of the scummiest of scummy people <laughs> on this planet, right? And you know that those people aren't good for you because those are the people asking you to do the things that aren't good for you. So we uh -huh. judge things on a scope of healthy versus unhealthy. So is it healthy for me to answer the phone at 3 a.m. and go to the local dive bar? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. So I have that contrast. And when I started meeting better people because I was putting myself in better situations, like I wasn't just working at a bar, I started going to school. So obviously people going to school were worried about their education and their future. So I started becoming closer with those people, right? And those people, just like Joe called out the breadcrumbs, those people led me to other people and other opportunities, which now I feel like I have a knack for just putting myself in the right room. Room, but I want to call out with that question is exactly what you sought out for Katie. When we announced what we were doing, you were one of our first cheerleaders as far as just knowing how important finding those people are at the age she's at. So she doesn't struggle with that question when she's my age. Mm -hmm. When she's 33 going, God, all my friends, all they care about is being at the bar drinking or, you know, they gossip about each other. They stab right. one another and in the back. I don't like feeling – that doesn't make me feel good when I'm around her or them. Right. But that takes a lot of personal responsibility. And I think that's something that you guys do so well in like teaching and, and gaining those tools. It's like it really – it all comes back to you making that choice and saying, hmm, how am I wanting to spend my time, my energy, my effort, and who am I sharing my time and my energy and effort with? Mm -hmm. And it's really recognizing that you literally are who you surround yourself with. And that's like something that like, I can literally hear my mom saying over and over, like she <laughs> preached that to me growing up. You Did mom. you listen to her? Oh, you probably oh, know. Okay. <laughs> so do we think that, you know, you got paid forward with Caden not listening to you? Remember, exactly. remember that universal law? Totally. Um, and realistically, I think there's a couple of different ways where we come to that conclusion, right? Like either you're raised thinking this way because you got that example from your parents, which 
Hello, we can all break generational curses. So if your parents didn't showcase this type of behavior and you wanted this type of behavior in your life, now you're paying it forward for Caden to, to see that example. So either you are raised kind of seeing it or, or being involved in conversations like this, or like if you were me, I got so sick of my own shit that mm -hmm. I needed desperately to find a better room. I needed desperately to find better friendships. I couldn't challenge myself enough or didn't know that I had the tools enough to do it. And at, there was a point where I probably couldn't even look at myself in the mirror without getting frustrated saying like, I know my, there's potential in there. I know that there's so much more for me. And in that like breaking, people call it rock bottom, whatever mm -hmm. it is, it was literally my I'm so sick of my shit time period where I then went and sought that out. Or I didn't know what I was looking for, but I at least took the step. Yeah. So we really brought this conversation full circle because it's all about taking action. Mm -hmm. You have to take action. And that is hugely personal responsibility. So you got a hard time doing that. I, I think all three of us suggest working on it or enrolling people to help you with it because you only get better the more you can admit that those are your weaknesses, right? The more you can the, the more you can grow is based on the fact that you literally call out your yeah. own shit. Yeah. And you've got to inject yourself. You've got to show up in those rooms of people that like you want to be. Like I I looked at powerhouse women and I looked at founders and I looked at these groups and these communities of women where I'm like this is what I want to be more of. Like I'm literally universe. I'm inviting more of this into my life. And the minute that I was able to just, you know what, even on some days where I felt like shit or like, I really didn't want to like show face in front of people. I'm like, I'm gonna freaking show up because I know like that is my personal responsibility. I'm going to show up in this room. I'm going to have conversations. I'm going to meet someone new. I'm going to continue talking about my ideas and hearing, hearing ideas from others and how I can support them. And look at what happened. From just look at it. Would you like, just look at it? <laughs> literally. That's that's like the beginning of 2021. What that was like a big intention of mine. I didn't know what that was going to look like. I thought honestly, the beginning of 2021 was going to be like the masterclass female who film course. It shifted gears and the studio studio was totally built. But now, now 2022, females who film is gonna be a, a big intention. That's a whole nother conversation. But all all in that to say, like. It is so, so, so important. Like you will be doing a disservice to yourself and everyone around you if you don't start injecting yourself into rooms of people that you want to, you know, be more like. The conversation's different. Your thought process is different. How you show up to life is going to start to change the more you can surround yourself with those people that like have what you want. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, they and call I call you up. Yeah. And I also think it's, as a mom and a parent, we need to do the same for our daughters and our yeah. children. It's if you can tell that maybe your your daughter isn't having the, the right friendships at school, where do you feel like maybe she can cultivate that? Mm -hmm. Seek those opportunities, experiences, teams out to support her in that. Because what we don't want to do is like just have her feel like that's just normal and she has to struggle through that. So we really are the mirrors to our children. And what's cool is we, you know, we've put ourselves in the rooms. We've had those 
friendships that didn't work out or make us feel our best selves. And now we get to turn it around and, and show and teach girls how to do the same. So it's yes, first and foremost, it's working on us. And then secondly, it's making sure that we are really actively taking action around the vision that we're creating for our children. And taking ownership. I think like listening to you say that too, I couldn't agree more, but sometimes like it's a little scary for me. Like I'm a human being and I've made a lot of freaking mistakes, especially as a parent. And I feel like me personally, I put so much pressure on myself to say, I am a mirror. I, she's looking up to me. She's looking up to me. And, and I, I think what's helped me the last few years is like recognizing I am a human. I am going yeah. to make mistakes and it's okay for her to know that I am making mistakes, Yes, but it is my 100%. personal duty and responsibility to take ownership and to take actions and mistakes are going to happen. And I'm going to F up probably a handful, oh, many more times. Just but a handful? Not- Shoot. <laughs> I am. I'm taking the over. <laughs> I think mine's like a double handful. <laughs> but it's not, it's not necessarily that, that mistake or that situation or whatever that took place. It's like literally all about how how you respond and what happens afterwards. Totally. It's a lesson that you can teach and how you can communicate that. Yeah. Mess up. If you don't think she's going to mess up, like, oh my goodness. But the more that you can, I love it. Just take responsibility, the ownership. What are the lessons that you're learning that you can just say, oh my gosh, Kaden, I totally bombed today. And here's why. Oh my, you know, it's just like, then when it happens to you her, normalize it. When it happens to her, she's gonna she's gonna know that she can come to you. Yeah, and it's the same thing in business too. It's yeah. like oh, totally. being able to be like as a leader. It's like I I have I have to show up that way. You know what I mean? Like yeah, absolutely. So, oh, maybe. Carly, this conversation was has, great. Oh my gosh, so incredibly, it was exactly what we needed. It was so mm. so good and. I just want to acknowledge your vulnerability. You are so incredibly self-aware and you're okay to say that I'm not perfect, which thank you because sometimes it's like, man, can I just be a B plus today? I think like a B plus, (laughs) I think that's okay for me, you know? And striving for that A plus might not be realistic in the season that I'm in or the day that I'm having. On a Monday, that my kid school. So thank you for being real. You truly are real and authentic. And I'm just, I know we both are so grateful for your friendship, who you get to be in this world. Your light is so bright. Um, And we're just like lucky, lucky, lucky. Talk about like how lucky we are to have you in our circle. Oh my gosh. Well, how lucky are all of us that we all decided to do the work and God made it so our paths crossed. That's pretty cool. A hundred (laughs) percent. I could not agree more. And the feeling is like, it is insanely mutual. Like I can't tell you how much you have made an impact on, I mean, certainly my daughter's life, but like mine too. Like it's been this past year, especially like forming even a stronger relationship with you guys and and seeing the work that you're doing with Kaden. And like, sometimes I feel like I gain more out of the work, (laughs) (laughs) but honestly, you guys truly have such a gift. And I I've told you this before, and I'm going to say it over and over. I'm going to sound like a broken record, but like what you are creating in the space you're creating for these young women is 
so incredibly important and it is, it is so remarkable. And I just need to thank you and, and express how grateful I am that you, you have, you know, created this, this mission. And so it's amazing. We receive that. We receive that. (laughs) And and before, before the show turns into all waterworks. Oh, and I could also awesome. talk to you guys like for hours and hours. So if you want to do another podcast recording, we probably out. will. Oh, I think we have a lot of things to talk about. So for those of you who would love to follow Carly, really, she's got so many amazing um, examples of her work. And she's just, like I said, follow her for fashion, all of the things. Mm-hmm. She's just fun to follow along with. However, she's got 17 different handles for all of her amazing businesses. Oh we'll make sure all of those get in the show notes um, for you guys to follow along. Can I also share really quick about yes. the Fiance film? I'll keep it Oh, yes. Quick. But it might Absolutely. be good for some of your listeners too because I feel like there are – we're starting to see a lot more women and young women get into the space of filmmaking. And me and my team have created Females Who Film for just that. It's a, it's a podcast, it's a community, it's a, a resource for education and um, just supporting aspiring filmmakers or videographers that want to get into this industry, but from a female perspective, because being a, f- a female that's super passionate about video production and being in film school, like I was definitely the minority. It was, I don't know why I still, still don't understand why, but like this industry is dominated by guys, but the industry is changing. Like filmmaking looks different now than it did five, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So I just, yeah, I want to plug females who film because it's something I'm like so insanely passionate about. Like I, I, I'm really, really hoping in this year of 2022 that we can um, use this platform as a space to kind of build this community of aspiring filmmakers, female filmmakers too, um, to have the support and the resources that they need to turn their passion of like storytelling and video production and filmmaking into a lucrative career. So yeah. Cool. Well, and we we want our girls to be a part of that. It's like, just how can we maybe spark, you know, like luckily that happened for you in high school where it was like, oh, I just, I'm going to take this cool class and look what happened. So you just never know, like by just being in a room and learning from other people, you have no idea what kind of talents can come Come from, yeah, can come from, come out from it. So we're excited to collaborate with you and support this. So yay. Looking forward to it. Um, All right, you guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Carly, thank you as always. And we will catch everyone on the next episode. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, We would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do.
And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship. 